Welcome to Fierce, Fun, Feminine, and Other F-Words. I'm Christine Elizabeth, and I help women unstuck themselves. Today, I'm kicking off a series on women who have escaped domestic violence, narcissistic relationships, or emotionally abusive, controlling, toxic relationships, and they're now thriving on the other side. Today's episode is all of the statistics and bringing awareness to those things, because the statistics say we all know someone who is in a relationship like this. And there are warning signs and things to look for. So let's get started. I have a personal interest in this topic because I grew up in a home of domestic violence. My father was the abuser. I no longer hold any grudge. I have forgiven him. He passed in 2017. He actually came around and stopped that behavior later in his years. But as a little child, I witnessed a lot and I break for the children, but also for the moms, the the women who are in these relationships that feel like they can't get out of them. And there's a trauma bond and there's uh, generational abuse because if you were raised abusive, you probably use abuse to control your partner. It's just a big convoluted mess that I am not qualified to fix. But what I do want to be able to do is bring awareness, shine a light on the women who found the bravery or partnered with someone that helped them feel brave to get out of this situation. Because no matter what your religion is, no matter what your beliefs are, what you've been told, you do not have to remain in a relationship that is abusing or hurting you. And so I'm going to share some statistics and that word is going to trip me up a lot. So if I stutter, (laughs) bear with me, but I want to just take today and share the statistics and the information because this is important and I hope it just helps you and makes you more aware as you engage with the women around you. From domesticviolencestatistics.org, here are some things that will be a little shocking. In the United States, every nine seconds, a woman is assaulted or beaten. Every nine seconds. Think about that. I mean, I could just sit here and say, let the clock run. And at nine seconds go, there's another one. And wait nine seconds and go, well, there's another one. I mean, think of it that way, right? Give that person a name. And it's no longer a stat. It's a human behind that. Around the world, not just the U.S., at least one in every three women has been beaten, coerced into sex, or otherwise abused during her lifetime. Often, the abuser is a member of her own family. This is global. Domestic violence is the leading cause of injury to women, more than car accidents, muggings, and rapes combined. Studies suggest that up to 10 million children witness some form of domestic violence every year. Nearly one in five teenage girls who have been in a relationship said a boyfriend threatened violence or self-harm if she was trying to break up with him. It's a lot to think about, and I know it feels heavy, but we have hope coming in future episodes. I want you to be aware. Every day in the United States, more than three women are murdered by their husbands or boyfriends. Let's look at the financial impact, not just the physical, all of the horror, but 
the financial impact? Domestic violence victims lose nearly 8 million days of paid work per year in the United States alone. That's the equivalent of 32,000 full-time jobs. The costs of intimate partner violence in the United States alone exceeds $5.8 billion per year. $4.1 billion of those dollars are for direct medical and healthcare services. This is a big deal. It is a big deal. And the only people really talking about it are the shelters or the advocates for domestic violence. And, you know, we're hearing all of the news just never wants to cover this, never wants to bring it to light. Is it so heavy that we can't bring it to light, that we can't expose what this is? That's a whole other episode, but you know, we want to talk about all of the things going on with homelessness and it's, these are important topics, but you know, vaccine or not vaccine or whatever the, the debate is of the day, but this topic has been here all along and it's just something that nobody really thinks about or talks about because it's too uncomfortable. I'm sorry if this makes people uncomfortable, this is what's happening with children right now. They're being raised in homes like this, and then they go out and reproduce the same behavior. This work is really important for success in our future. And I'm not going to take too much time discussing statistics because they can really bog us down. But now that you know, I want to share a little bit with you about what might It might look like if you know someone who just has this behavior, because as a chiropractor in treatment, women who have been abused, I can tell you from personal experience, they flinch when a chiropractor goes to touch them. It's an, it's just this weird, um, I can see it. I feel it in my gut and I'll know, and I can't ask them. But sometimes a patient will volunteer the information. And if they have escaped the relationship, they'll tell you, I'm sorry, I was in an abusive relationship and um, I just I just have this reaction. You know, they'll just tell you, they'll throw it out there and volunteer it. Thank God, because that helps you approach them in a more, I don't know, aware, there's more awareness when you when you go to touch them because chiropractors have to touch their patients, right? But there are other things that happen. In your circle, you could be going out to dinner or you may know a gal that is in a new relationship and her behavior is different. I want to bring awareness to what that looks like. And then future episodes are going to be interviewing and talking to the women who were in it and escaped it. Domestic abuse is not just about violence. Yes, it's violent, can be a violent, but it's really a source of control. If you notice that someone seems to be controlled or extremely manipulated, that's a sign. Like, like, like they can, you can tell. There's just something that, why are you doing this for them? That's a sign. Here are some examples of control. If they are being controlled, they ask permission to go anywhere. They have to ask permission to go out with girls, their girlfriends. Um, there's constant calls, texts, tracking by their partner to want to know where they are at all times. They don't always have money available to them. They don't have access to a credit card. Um, They don't have access to a car. That still exists. I just interviewed someone for my beauty salon who had no vehicle and it was connected. She volunteered the information. She, She had to ask for a ride to her interview. She didn't have access to a vehicle because of a relationship issue. That's a thing. 
if they refer to their partner as jealous or possessive or always accusing them of having affairs, that's also a sign, um, something that you want to be looking for. But here are the emotional signs of abuse. The woman is agitated. There's a lot of anxiety, constant apprehension. You know, she can be really confident in her job, but get her out of her job where she feels safe and she starts to act like she's apprehensive. She loses that confidence and you just can't put the dots together. Change If she tells you she can't sleep all of a sudden, if she's starting substance abuse, that's a given. I know a lot of us blame COVID for the wine abuse, <laughs> but what about people that are stuck in their home with their spouse 24 seven in 2020 during lockdown, domestic violence increased, drinking increased, all of that increased. Now people are trying to get out of it and they're stuck in these patterns. If your friend, the gal is extremely meek or apologetic, maybe you don't, you didn't know her in her past and you've met her and she just seems a little mousy. There could be a history of abuse there, or she's in it now. Low self-esteem, seeming fearful, you know, all the symptoms of depression, all of that are things to look for. There are other factors that can contribute to these things, but they are typical of domestic abuse victims. And if they feel trapped, and I'm all about helping women unstuck themselves, so that's why we're going with this in the future episodes here. If they feel trapped, they won't know how to reach out for help. They're afraid to reach out for help because they've been threatened. And there is also something called a trauma bond. If you don't know what that is, I'm not going to go into it. Again, I'm not an expert in helping women in this area. I'm bringing the situation to light. Trauma bonds keep people together that should not be together. There's trauma between them and they're connected and they're afraid to let go. Other things you may notice if someone's in an abusive relationship, they start to get reserved and distanced. They start to isolate themselves. They stop meeting with you. They don't want to hang out with you. They cancel appointments at the very last me- at the very last minute. Um, they will drop out of activities that they used to enjoy. They're late a lot, and there are some things about procrastination being connected to control. And if you are someone that's late a lot, it has nothing to do with domestic violence. But if you are, um, there's something about you wanting to control some part of your life because you don't have control in other areas. So sometimes procrastination and being late has nothing to do with um, just being having a bad habit. It's rooted in other things. Anyway, there are some other things about excessive privacy concerns about their personal life. They don't want to talk about it with you. That's another sign. People who are being abused may seem anxious or nervous when they're away from their abuser. You would think it would be the opposite, but that's not true. They seem overly eager to please their partner. If you ever have a chance to meet their children, their children will have some of the similar behavior patterns. These are things that I want you to be aware of with the women in your life. Look for them in my beauty salon. I can spot it a mile away. And hairstylists actually have training when it comes to this. You wouldn't realize that in beauty school they talk about it, but think, a woman goes to get her hair cut and her hair done, and somebody's coming at them with scissors or a sharp object, right? This is a very important topic for all women. I've seen it. I'm happy to say it's been less than five women in six years in my beauty salon 
but I have picked up on at least five teenagers that have the signs of coming out of an abusive home. And I can see that because I came out of that home. I recognize the behavior and it's really difficult because we have to be careful how we ask them questions, how we talk to them, but we want them to feel safe, right? We want them to feel like they have a place because when they are so terrified of their relationship, they won't speak up. Connection, trust, that type of relationship with these people is what is going to help them move out of it. So as we move forward, I'm going to leave you with this. Start to pay attention to the women in your life. Start to pay attention to the coworkers in your life. I'm not saying there's a demon behind every door. Sometimes someone is just depressed and they have a lot of these same signs and symptoms. But oftentimes it's because they're in a relationship behind closed doors That isn't anything you could have ever imagined. And I will tell you this, and you all know this, if you're in a marriage and you live with your partner, what happens outside for the public is almost never what's happening on the inside. And on the flip side, before I finish this episode, I want you to know there are statistics about men being abused too. Normally, men are threatened from women who have had enough, right? I'm not justifying it, but men have it almost worse because the women who attack them don't use uh, emotional or manipulative control. They use weapons like guns and knives. And there's a stigma for men to go out and ask for help because they're supposed to overcome the woman, right? But the woman has lost her ish and she's, she's, she's pointing a gun at them because this is a podcast for women, we're going to talk about domestic violence, man to woman, which that is the more frequent type of domestic violence. So as you go out this week, I don't want you to feel heavy because this isn't anything new. This has been happening. I want you to be aware. Think about these statistics. Think about behaviors around the women you work with, around the women in your family. It could be your very own sister. And next week, we're going to hear from our first guest who has escaped this type of relationship and is thriving on the other side. Thank you for being here. There are dozens and dozens of resources online that you can go to for domestic violence information. I want to give credit to the website that I cited today. It is domesticviolencestatistics.org. They have blog posts. They have stats for the United States. It is really important information. If you think anyone in your life might be in a situation like this, I would love to encourage you to listen to the future episodes coming up and share them because all we can do is share victory stories to help encourage women that are in these battered relationships to get out. Thank you for being with me. Until next time, have a fierce, fun, feminine, and fabulous day.